guys hello and welcome to 30 minutes off thank you so much for tuning in this is your host shreya jain and i'm back with another episode today with me on the show i have hriday jain a friend of mine from mumbai who owns a sneaker reselling page on instagram called hypeheaven.in you should definitely check that out um i plan to call hriday on to this show because the sneaker community is something that is growing rapidly in the country uh in the world in fact and it's something that is really popular uh amongst us teenagers and is a topic i definitely like to discuss and hriday is someone who over a year ago decided to convert his passion as a sneakerhead into something more concrete like a business with his friend and he's going to talk us through the process today and we're going to ask him a few questions about it so thank you so much for coming on the show today would you like to say something but yeah hey shri so basically um hi my name is jada and i started a sneaker page with one of my best friends sadly couldn't be here due to the time difference but yeah so let's talk about that Cool. So, guys, like Hida said, Hida and his friends started a sneaker page, which is something which is really popping off in the sneaker culture in general. You have a lot of Instagram pages coming up trying to sell shoes and become a platform for you know reselling sneakers because it's hard to find them now, especially in a country like India where it's not as accessible as the US. Uh, Hype Heaven was a platform they started, and in initial stages, what did you think when you started it? What was the, you know, how did you plan it out? What were the difficulties? So. How did it start off initially? Was it just which was something planned out throughout, or just an instant plan which came out? So the thing is, like every other kid, we were pretty bored in lockdown, and me and my friend have this like passion for sneakers. We've been collecting since a while, and we're just like we came up with an idea. It was for a while it was just an idea of starting a sneaker page. We saw it online. We saw it in US. Didn't really know about the culture in India. Like you know, sneaker selling wasn't a big thing in India till now. and it's still growing like it, it has a huge growth that stick that's going to take place um so we then started off we were like let's make a page we came up with a logo we came up with the hippest name at the time like hype heaven we like connected it after a few names we came up with it and uh yeah so we started the page and then at first it wasn't really a good turnout we started with like 20 30 followers after a lot of influencers start, uh, shouting us out because people didn't really take it seriously it's a bunch of kids running a company where its stock is worth 20 30 even 40k we com- like the stock we're selling is more is also reaches up to levels of gucci and lv and not a lot of people are taking kids selling it seriously but yeah then we did like we approach more influencers we did billboards we did a lot more advertising and we are where we are now so one thing that i like you mentioned That's you know how like, people didn't take you seriously because you were kids and it's not only about yeah. the sneaker culture you know any business when teenagers started it's not looked at seriously so it's definitely a big step you guys took you know converting that plan into something mm-hmm. more legitimate where you actually put out a sneaker page and like you said the yeah. initial stages it was really hard you just had a like really less turnout and it was not going as you would want it to go but over time investments were made people were approached and you grew your customer base so as far as those investments are concerned so after your sluggish period where you weren't able to find as many customers and it weren't it wasn't as popular apart from the approaching the influencers what steps did you take and what did you what decisions did you make as a company as a whole to you know make it step up one level and make it known to the public in india hmm i feel like for starters it is important for any company to make the name in the market do there was an existing market it just started it wasn't at the level it is now but there was certainly an existing market what we did is we approached bigger resellers we did deals with bigger resellers we got ref comments we got people who can vouch for us 
so slowly it took like a month or two to build up enough trust for people where they're easily able to consign their uh, stuff with us and buy stuff from us and we started dealing with big time people like we started dealing with a boss um who owns hypefly who is also a very reputable reseller we sold to marketplace so prior starting our page we had bought and sold to marketplace quite a bit so we did come from a like we did have like a decent enough name and i knew and i knew chetanya like met him a few times or gotten a few shoes done from him and initially he's also what got us started reselling my friend bought a pair of yeezys which he didn't really like like after buying them he's like okay i don't really like the pair and we gave it to che he bought it for retail which is 22 and che sold it for 27 and he instantly made 5k on it so our friend just like if we can make 5k just saying like just flipping a pair of shoes in a day imagine what we could do flipping 10 15 shoes in a day or a week so yeah that's how we like you know we created a we created a brand name in the market first before approaching other audiences so how sneaker reselling works is it's completely on whatsapp like it's the groups the buying the selling the trading everything happens on whatsapp so that's how we started we got our comments we sold a lot we didn't make as much a profit because we sent to other resellers who also wanted to make profit on it but more than profit at that time our name our image was really important to us so that's how we started with you know that's a great place to start you know just identifying that there's a demand for sneakers looking at there's a scope yeah. for profit and there's just starting small to get bigger and luckily you had a few contacts that had already an established name in the market which helped you grow yeah. which is a great thing now apart from that i just want to talk about the success you've made over the past year before we get into the hows and whys so since the time you started how much has hype have been made how many shoes have you sold how much profit have you made and how far have it come so um since we started we um i don't have the exact number for shoes but we sold over 800 to 900 products we shipped two to three products every day all across india we made more than uh 6 7 l in profits and uh our turnover has been of uh 9 19 20 years so that's big numbers for a teenager for teenagers running the you know running a sneaker company and i might yeah. not have as much sneaker knowledge as you but there's something which is you know which runs around a lot on instagram is that there's a lot of fake pages that come up you know anyone can put out a name find pictures online and there's a lot of pages that get called out for not being legitimate and for scamming people and i my friends have been a culprit to few of these pages i've also confronted a few of these pages so how do you you know establish that credibility and establish that you guys are so, legit yeah that that's what was like really important to us because first of all we're teenagers running a company which already people do not have faith in then ahead like since all these uh, fake pages have come up they're ruining us and then there's something known as ua which is unauthorized sneakers which is also ruining the market because it looks as, like it's as close to a legit pair as it can be a normal people won't be able to tell the difference but again it's not registered so it's tech, you're paying for a proper pair but not getting a proper pair so there were things to look out for we started by legit checking all our products like i have this light which i use it's basically a uv light it's used to expose most fake products which have stamps and stuff on them which you can uh, see through this and we also learned like we were very thorough with our legit checking because we were into buying so much that we knew how to legit check our stuff and the references that we had held some kind of value because they were from people who are known in the community there were people from who other people are buying from as well like there were huge names in sneakers marketplace something that comes up instantly then um a lot of our stuff at first was also retail cops 
like whatever drop used to cops we had bills we had received we had emails everything for them so soon enough we did like establish that legitimacy or that um trust of people we did gain that yeah yeah so that's great you know just equipping yourself with like the few tools like you said the uv light is one of them mm-hmm. finding like initially as a kid or maybe a few years back i would have never imagined that i needed to check a shoe with a uv light to know whether it's legit or not mm, yeah. now that uh, in the fashion sector generally sneakers become so dominant you know people wouldn't look at your outfit first they look at your shoes shoes make up the outfit yeah it's all the hype like it's celebrity uh, everyone sports yeah. player everyone's wearing yeah everyone's wearing it which makes it to something like definitely which is something you would want to step into as a customer and yeah. as an owner and you know something you said about how you knew about the need for authenticity because you were a customer yourself is something that holds a lot of value exactly. in businesses in general because when you want to start a company you like to talk to your customers know their output and you had been a customer so starting a business had a fresh mindset for you yeah you were seeing something yeah and we saw the need in the market like we all have been going through ib schools the people who want to buy there's not enough supply and there's more demand so we felt like there's a need in the market henceforth we were like okay let's start it let's see where it goes so you know that first step was like that was meant to be taken No that's definitely great that you did take it and I'm glad that over time you've had such a big profit and you're doing great and I I wish you guys the best in the future but upcoming any business has business failures there's a lot of drawbacks that come in there's a lot of competition in this market yeah. like you said marketplace themselves is something which is, is huge right and you guys are based off Mumbai marketplace is based in Mumbai and there they can definitely be looked at as a competitor who are operating at a much larger scale so over time what drawbacks did you face how was covid hmm. something that affected the business and how have you dealt with competition in this industry so i feel like as sort of covid the thing is people aren't stepping out as much there were positives and negatives for our business for covid uh the negatives were that people weren't stepping out they didn't have places to wear the drip people were there wasn't a money to spend like streetwear is a pretty expensive type of fashion that you're getting into and the brands like off white the brands like supreme babe which each t-shirt costs about 6 to 10k even so for someone like a normal person spending that much it's not reasonable and especially during this covid time so there was that drawback but also the fact that people weren't able to travel if you were selling your products at the right prices they were selling out because people weren't able to travel they wanted all the stuff they there was still some people like your people still going out even during the covid time so for them to get that stuff and there was a demand streetwear has been popping off so much with all the travis music releases with new albums with uh, future popping off with um after like recently after juice world passed away the velo and juice world collab sold out instantly because i was the last one there so there is some sort of demand because streetwear is closely related to sports and uh, the rap community so any bring up or any fire and that directly affects our business for me if i if i have a pair of moka that i'm holding and uh, travis uh, travis releases his album in a week or two the price of the moka shoots up so any small minor details they instantly affect our business so keeping up with that is like a way you know that you run your business and it flourishes then but if you miss out on anything even one song or even one video where someone's wearing something then you missed out on that sale because people want to get what celebrities are wearing so i feel like we were able to keep up with covid to an extent and um competition yeah i certainly agree with you that there's too much of competition in this market every every second day you hear there's a new page like literally today three four uh, three four of those sneaker pages have followed me every day someone starts and every day someone shuts it you have to keep up 
with each and every trend you have to have the right products at the right time and you need to know how to invest it's like you're investing in a stock market you need to study it you can't just buy a pair of shoes for me if i'm selling something i'll see how it has done in the past where it's dropped where it's risen and accordingly you know i'll make the investment and it also depends so now i think i have six seven pairs of mokas i'm holding and um after the new travis song release it instantly go up when travis dropped his um seltzer it instantly went up like anything to do with celebrities it's going to skyrocket your products so something that you stated that has really clicked my mind right now is the similarity between the sneaker culture and stock market where you know something in popularity shoots up in prices increase like instantly it's not like any other product with a stable price limit yeah. and additionally you know how you said Uh, something I've noticed personally when I look at my friends and when I look at people who buy sneakers is that they might be the most hideous shoes ever, but people are gonna buy it for the hype of it, for the culture, for yeah. for you know seeing it. And celebrities represent this; they're the symbol for all these shoes. And like you said, the rap community and the sports, like increasingly, everyone is coming out with their own shoes. Started off with just a few of them bringing in their collabs, and now you have a shoe with almost every single rapper's name. and with the fluctuating prices so you know uh, talk me through this a little bit more like you said say the for example travis drops an album the mocas are going to get sold out instantly because they're his shoe so like i was saying say for example i was a rapper and if i had a shoe of my own and um, now that i've dropped a song everyone wants to buy this particular collab of mine and as a seller yeah. you want this particular shoe to be in your stock because you would want to profit of the particular demand this particular shoe <laughs> has right now temporarily but as probably yeah. you probably didn't know that i'm going to drop a song right or you probably didn't know about this so how do you keep yourself up with the instant purchasing of a large amount of the shoes to sell to your customers cuz at the same time there are billions of other people going for that one shoe and a lot of the really premium sneakers are not made in the quantities as the general shoes which are available in the markets and in the showrooms are available there's like a lot lesser in quantity it's harder to buy it's harder to find especially in a country like india so as a business how do you guys stock up really quickly and how do you guys make sure that you have something which is in demand to sell to your customers so first of all i think you need to be on social media like you need to be the most active person on social media if you want to make sales you have to wake up look at your phone any album drops any rumors anything that's your hints that tells you what to buy what not to buy then um, also you need to keep up with uh, as i said it it depends a lot on sports and music So you really need to keep up with that culture. Like you need to know what's dropping. You need to know like we have we literally keep up with every rumor of every website. And um, the second the thing that leads me on is also bots. So if there's a mass release and I know for a fact that it's going to do well because I'm studying the shoes since a while and there's some sort of hype created around it. There are bots which instantly cop something. So at this point, everyone has access to bots. and the cost like the bot that we recently bought we spent 15k on it so everyone has access to it but and the general public who wants to buy it they don't they wouldn't buy a 15000 bot for one pair of shoes which is costing like 13000 like that doesn't make sense they rather pay 34k over resell and get it so for them that's what is jacking up the prices the all of us resellers are instantly buying it and the general audience isn't getting a pair and we then make whatever profit we want on it and we aim to get at least like 10 to 15 pairs of the shoe because we know that our page is now grown enough to a point that we will be able to flip that in some time maybe not instantly but we can hold it and flip it and as so we don't even target these small rappers like you know it's not just one hype travis scott has been like an a role model since a while and he's been like inspirational in the community 
so for him it's a guarantee that he's going to drop a song he ain't going to stop normally and after he drops it goes up so i bought mukhas when they released i bought them for around 27 they've gone up to 40 i'm already making a profit by no cross arc when travis drops his next album i'm instantly going to make more it's going to go up to 40 47 even so it just some sort of studying and keeping up with the culture and keeping like you know you got to have better research than the rest of the community so that's great and your price is especially for the audience listening to this guys you have an insight now to know that it's not just about going to a store and buying a shoe or hitting up someone who sells them and buying a shoe there's a lot more depth of research that goes into it there's a lot more risk that goes into it there's fluctuations to the shoe there's availability problems and it's just something that is really really high in demand so um firstly talk me through how you got involved in the sneaker culture and when it happened i know no being from an ib school in mumbai you have a lot of friends around you it's a lot of it's a peer thing it's a social thing looking at celebrities looking at your role models but how did you start off how did you copy your first pair and how have you grown since then into your collection right now so i still remember my first type pair it was a pair of yeezy sesame at that time kanye was really big this was back when i was in 8th grade so i'm like 2016 2017 kanye was really big Yeezys were popping, like Yeezys were the thing, because they were very limited. Not everyone had them, and if you had them, there's some sort of respect for every sneakerhead. The respect is why you're wearing the shoe, and it gives you some sort of personality. It's like you know, if you go to school and you have like a really good bag or something, people do look at you. Then you know that oh, he's wearing something LV. So same thing ended up happening with Jordans and Yeezys. They like grew, and wearing a pair of Yeezys is like wearing an LV back to school. That's basically what it had become. So uh, I stood in line. I didn't have a board that time, and COVID wasn't a thing. So you had to stand in line. I camped outside a store for a day, and I've copped the pair. I've come out, and the joy after copping that pair—it's insane. It's like you know, you get like a sixteen hundred on your SATs. That's great. You know, comparing the joy of your Sats go to your shoe purchase, which is great. And you know, you mentioned how Yeezys and Jordans were popping off. Now Jordans. is something which i'd streamline certain like a little bit differently because their conventional design has gone off the roof everyone loves it everyone wants it but it's also cuz jordan has a huge huge name in the world if not only the sports industry now yeezys yeah. for example like you mentioned kanye west was popping off at the time now kanye west is probably one of the most interesting and controversial people of this generation one of the best yeah. designers alongside virgil abloh and pharrell and everyone coming up with the most unorthodox design stuff you don't expect like if you look at his i look at his you know his slides and his shoes now and there's something you would not expect so talk me through why you think the easies became something which everyone wanted was it just the unconventional design was it just the fact that kanye west is releasing it and how is it so much more different how are kanye how is kanye's mindset is his way of designing his shoes so much more different than what we see by nike and all the other companies so for us like you know how owning a pair of easies is a joy for kanye the fact that kanye has done it is the big deal because for him it wasn't like he didn't he became a rapper after he wanted to launch his own product line like kanye's first dream was to compete with designers like virgil abloh tom ford he wanted to be a fashion he wanted to be a fashion designer for him creating his own line was his dream then he became a rapper to gain some sort of popularity to deal with the competition and then after he became a rapper he launched his easy line but the planning was done way before like easy is a shoe which is the which may be the most planned shoe till now like the the amount of planning and the amount of work to create that one shoe was insane and for kanye the i feel like the um, heat and the hype started after his first shoe with uh, nike came out and especially around the time when red october was the first ever easy was launched 
that's when like you know people really started like identifying Kanye for who he is he got that respect as a designer and as soon as he shifted to Adidas he made sure that he drops the pair in limitations so Kanye is also quoted that he wanted every person in the world or whoever wanted by Yeezys to have a pair but he's dropped it in such a way like he's dropped it in small quantities which is always kept the hype around it with Kanye, like recently in um, 2020, around January, he dropped a lot of pairs. So what, what he does is he'll drop a lot of pairs at once. Then he'll, he won't drop for a while. Then he'll drop really slowly. So that, you know, keeps the hype. So it's like people are getting it. So the hype is still there. Like, you know, I can get it at least. It's like something that people are trying to it's do. Hope that if you it's can still pair, it. Yeah. If it's a pair like the Travis, Friends and Family, you, you know you aren't getting it. So people stop trying. Here they know they have a good shot at getting it. They know if not by the uh, store, they can get it from resellers that cost for a decent enough price that they can afford. So people still want it, but it's also dropping in limitations that the demand will always be there. That, you know, Yeezy's aren't going to die. So Ultra Boost, Adidas dropped a lot of them, a lot of them at once. So the demand, like the demand died and there's too much of supply. But here, Kanye is playing it very smartly. So how much ever people say that Yeezy's are dead, they're never going to die. No, I agree with you because he's also dropping. Firstly, I just look at his shoe and I, I think, how is this man coming up with such designs and such ideas? Because it's so very different from all the other things which people are dropping. Now, um, yeah. something you mentioned was the affordability part of it. You know how some resellers can make it available in a basically affordable price. And earlier you mentioned how certain t-shirts by Bape and, by Bape and other companies can go up to 6K even 10K. Uh, do you think being in the sneaker culture it's all about expense it's all about the money it's all about how much you can price it up and it's, it's all expensive it's all really expensive you can't go into this company well, you yeah. know in this industry or this field or this store and expect something to come out for cheap somehow for you know a discounted or a budgeted price now talk me through that do you feel that sometimes or most of the time sneakers are overpriced or, or shirt is overpriced because like for example you know i can have a playing back t-shirt and put supreme on it and then it's shot up by you know five k or so so do you feel, uh, while the industry is something that's, you know, really skyrocketed in terms of its demand and its community, it also has a f- an irrational side to it, which is not really logical in terms of the pricing. So I feel like more than irrational and it's like the audience, the customer is not like putting their money into a piece of clothing. They're putting their money into the belief. For when you see a bank of Jordan, you're buying an image you're buying like a standard for yourself wearing a jordan gives you that pride and what is related to the so that these dome deckers jordan which are very famous and they're very expensive they go up to 10 even 15 lakhs and it's the belief like the dome decker association the kids are making them and every jordan has every like jordan shoe has a backstory to it has some meaning same with yeezys it has like you know it has a message that's getting to the world so i feel like you're putting your money in a celebrity or a, you know, or like a belief. So then it's not really the piece of clothing that you're paying for, which is what is giving uh, it such a value. Like that's why it's marketed. So like, you know, that's why it has the hype around. No, I agree. Now say Supreme in specific, a lot of revolt that went around last year or last last year, I'm not really sure when Supreme dropped the Supreme Oreos and there was Forbes and every big company writing articles about it, about how three biscuits, in a red packet with Supreme written on it went up to 3 lakhs if I'm not wrong or so. And how do you feel Supreme has absolutely dominated this market whether all they do is, you know, they have had a designer aspect to things but over time they've created such an image, 
such a strong brand image that their name on their logo on any any product at all a brick which was even a product earlier can go up for lakhs and lakhs together and people are dying to purchase it so talk about supreme and how you think so, they've done this thing supreme, the thing is the owner originally worked for another streetwear brand called stussy this is again a famous streetwear brand but what supreme has perfectly mastered is the supply and demand they give a bit less than enough supply that's needed to feed the market which is what keeps it going and the designs they come up with are, supreme is a skating brand so the colors and the designs they come up with it's like something that's never seen before and supreme has been there from the start of streetwear so they've already created a very dominating image in the in the community and um, even after that supreme was like you know the, the supply and demand aspect of that is like bang on so which is why people still want their products and to stand in a supreme line and to get the product that itself is an experience you're standing outside you're camping outside the store for even 2 to 3 3 days so getting that product is like an achievement which is why it holds such value it's a memory more than a purchase no i agree with you um something i'd like to ask you you being a collector you being a sneakerhead yourself is that does being a sneakerhead in india come off as a regret to you sometimes since there's a you know there's a kind of a shortage and there's not as much availability compared to the us you can't rush down to a store in the us and cop the latest pair and while in india it's not that easily accessible and there's tons and tons of shipment you pay for sometimes so being a someone who's a very driven sneakerhead who wants a new pair wants a popular pair wants that identity to yourself can't get it in that easily so being in india being a sneakerhead how has that been a game for you i feel like this would have been a major issue in 2016 now in 2021 what's happened is people are getting tons of access to this especially with everything being um, an e-commerce based uh, sale everyone has access to everything stuff is easily imported in india and there are a lot of resellers like the I, as i told you there's a new reseller every day so there is enough products and there is enough people selling it for the buyers to want it and i feel like now in india every second person i know wants a pair of jordans because it's reached that culture so particularly at this point being a sneakerhead it feels amazing because the country is headed to a point of growth where anyone like even a small town person were getting we um, day before we got a text from someone from bhivandi so people who you know even live in like small places who may not want to spend that much on their clothes and everything they believe in the uh, culture they believe in the people they believe in their role models so they as well want to invest like it may not be a 30 40 k shoe could be even a 10 15 k shoe but they still want to invest they want to get their like real pair that they want no i agree and it's a great example to show that you know there's a community which is growing across india a country which hadn't been so strong in this game like you said back in 2015 or so so it's good to know that it's increasing now now something you mentioned earlier is that you started this during the lockdown and there was definitely a few drawbacks and a few positives related to selling and buying and you know creating credibility if this continues to grow and it's successful over time do you think you'll open a store in mumbai or an outlet for now we did give a store a thought but with store the issue is especially with this lockdown coming and going it's not really helping us get to that point and for a store i feel like the next generation is completely e-commerce for us selling on our website is much more profitable than paying like 50 60k for a store rent and more than that i'd rather keep that as a profit and reinvest it in my company grow it more 
and people like you know earlier there may have been an issue of people trusting websites with their payments and other details but now with this covid that's come everyone's bank of websites and everyone really wants the products that they want and uh, it's easier to ship out sh- sh- shipments are happening in days and um, even like a week or so will deliver anywhere in india so i feel like with you know better delivery services better um, people can use electronics better especially india getting to that digital point i really don't see the sense in opening a store no i agree with you and i think you've looked at it in a great way considering how firstly the growing market is usually the youth and the youth going up are only using e-commerce you, you don't really see someone yeah. stepping down to a store anymore especially during the pandemic so it's great like now even groceries and necessities people are ordering so easily from amazon the e-commerce is the way to go i don't really want to open a store and waste that capital that i have sitting and paying the rent no i agree with you and i think you've you know put a great thought to it into it like despite nike having tons and tons of store across bangalore where i stay across mumbai where you stay we do tend to purchase the products online and like you said e-commerce is the way to go so uh flipping that question around if not a store in the coming years i hope you continue hype heaven and if you do what do you hope for hype heaven how do you want it to grow what is your goal what is your aim i feel like we want to get a lot more inventory we want to um grow the business in a way where it's just more than an instagram page we started our website um but you know our stock is like a full browsing system in its own but it is something like that for hype heaven and we want other people to like easily be able to sell through us and buy from us like you know without having that factor of or that fear of it being fake because we're legit checking all our stuff but, but i feel like there's a lot more growth needed for people to completely trust us even now so that's a good thing you know just wanting to increase your authenticity and getting a lot more people to trust you and definitely like you said going up to that stockx mic and making your website a lot better and i'm sure you can achieve it and i'm sure the profits are going to be great in the future uh moving on to the topic now hilda what is your favorite pair like are your collection which pair do you think is your favorite and is there a story behind it talk me through that yeah so i mean i got it here i feel like the pair at the most it's not really a pair it's a slipper it's a easy size it kind of represents everything it represents kanye it represents his work and it's really comfortable like trust me it's like that it's the most comfortable thing you can own and um i feel like from easy being my first shoe this would be like you know really impactful like it holds some sort of sentimental value to me and getting a easy slide now it's become fairly easy but at the time i really wanted it you had to pay tons like you were even had to go up to 30 to 32k to get a pair and um, now all other resellers everyone's made it affordable and everyone's getting it it really like you know it shows the growth of the market so i really like this pair because it's a lot more than just a pattern that that's great you know you're attaching more than just the factor that it's something you put on your foot to the shoe like adding a lot more emotional value to it which is great um moving on to that so that tell me about you now like what do you want to be doing in the future in college or in school what are you doing now so talk us through your life so, and your personal interests yeah i'm just going to the 12th grade i want to continue in business management i'm planning to graduate from either kings or westminster uh and um i really so you know selling a shoe is like buying something and flipping it it's a lot like property investment and um in some sort of way i do want to start property investment i want to start architecture start construction so i feel like you know that's what i want to do later on and definitely if hype heaven works out and the market keeps growing i'd come as i keep taking it ahead as a side hustle but beside that yeah those are my future plans and also i feel like starting my own startup like you know rather than just my dad's business i want to do something else 
that's great you know creating an identity for yourself and exploring the fields of architecture and graduating from kings and everything i think all very attainable and possible in the near future now um you said that you have a co-founder who couldn't join us unfortunately because of the time zone differences now uh, is it just the two of you who run hype heaven right now or do you have a team alongside you guys no so as of now it's just both of us who's doing it we do uh, all our editing is in house and uh, yeah it's like it's just daily posting and being active on social media that's been running so firstly that's something i really admire you know as far as the selling is concerned the sale the making the sales is concerned the instagram is concerned um all of it is being done by the two of you together uh, together to make it reach to make it reach this high or this level and uh, i'm glad you've been able to do it so far but over time as you guys grow would you consider you know making a few investments or even if not gathering a few more people with the same interests in the same field maybe in your same age group to join you on this team to try and expand i feel like we do want to make a high point team we need people to manage our own stuff but there's still time because we're still growing i feel like right now we both can manage it but later on we do need a team we need people to do our reels because as you've seen our reels are pretty entertaining we need people to do all the videography we need people to edit because editing takes up a lot of time like the new video we just posted editing takes up about an hour and a half per day and it takes a while to edit one video so for us like we want to grow to the point where we do need a team to manage everything and we do need people to do our accounts because right now the amount of investment that we've done our accounts have gone really messy so we know do need people to manage all of that and just dms in general no i get that firstly great video which you guys posted latestly i loved it and additionally you know how you spoke about the editing part of it and there's so much more work coming in um the reels also you mentioned which is something that almost slipped out of my mind i can't not ask you about it so i think you've with social media marketing firstly like you've said social media is the way to go right now you use social media as one of the most important factors in your buying selling communication marketing and in that aspect comes the reels reels or uh, discount tiktok which has been doing great recently and almost everyone been watches reels and you've not approached your business with a more conventional mindset of oh this is my product it's amazing please buy it or we're amazing please buy it yeah. but you know putting out that teenage and youth mindset making really hilarious and fun reels putting yourselves out on it and it's all really great i personally enjoy all of your reels so like i said i think it is evident through your reels but also do you guys have fun while you know running hype heaven and does it sometimes does it come yeah. off as a burden sometimes comes off as a work but you guys also have fun with it so what is how are you emotionally invested in this company so i feel like our priority is to make a deeper connection than just a sale with our uh, buyers like we literally our reels are entertaining they tell you about the product and we try to engage with them as like as much as possible we have a lot of polls there a lot of giveaways and um to me anyone in the sneaker culture i'd love to help them out like our prices they're they're very competitive in the market we are offering prices which not a lot of other uh, pages are and um so we basically want to supply sneakers to other people so they can enjoy it as much as we do and yeah that's the, and reels like the mainly for entertainment purposes and in some sort of way you can look at it as marketing but it's also helping us establish like you know some sort of authenticity with our buyers for them to trust us we love showing ourselves on camera because the the physical store is different your someone's coming in they're talking to you and they're buying it online you need to build some sort of trust so for us just talk, like you know informing the audience just having that little one moment with them that really goes a long way no definitely i think you're doing a great job with those short 15 seconds making people laugh and you know building a deeper connection which is great 
Now, firstly, guys, you heard it here first. Hypeaven is doing a great job, and I really love it. If any of you sneakerheads or any of you getting into sneakerhead or uh, in the sneaker community, go check them out. Go, you know, buy from them, and it'll be a great first time for you a lot. Now, first timers, for example, I'm not someone who's really active in the sneaker culture, and there are many others like me who are probably just getting into it, don't know a lot. So, firstly, I'll ask you two, three questions about as a start of it. What is something you would like to say to the upcoming sneaker cultures or the upcoming sneakerheads? were interested in this particular field and you know your message to the new ones and your tips for the new ones i feel like just buy from the pages that you trust learn to legit check your stuff is really not that easy with the digital age the apps which help you check it as well use those they're really grateful like i'm really grateful to them they really helped me out a lot when i started and i feel like just you know being in the culture gets you connected to so many people are very friendly who will help you out at some point and just try to make your collection like to me owning my collection is a huge achievement because my collection is what i built myself i have been taking money from my parents to build my collection i've done it myself so this is like some sort of pride that i have that okay i've done this like this is technically just me so yeah now firstly i love the fact that you've built your connection all yourself you know and um, it's something which is really respectful because it has a lot of investment that goes into it and building something of your own it's not an empire yet it's not a startup yet but it feels like that because of the love that goes into it and the, to the new people like you said you know trusting being honest with it knowing people it's a great and loving community a lot of people are going to help you in it now secondly sneaker heads in general there's a whole netflix show which has been about it was really good now sneaker heads in general the sneaker culture has a lot of stereotypes you know there's a few fun stereotypes and what are the few yeah. things you would see do or say that you would hate immediately right that you would say okay this guy's not a true sneakerhead but the few things you're doing quote unquote wrong as a sneakerhead so what are you can list down a few things that are super funny or super you know it's almost like uh, you should cancel them for doing that if they're one of the sneaker community something which cannot yeah. be accepted so firstly i feel like sneakerheads are very different from hype beasts first sneakerhead is more about a connection to a sneaker than it is just about the hype so that is something that's commonly misunderstood when i say i'm a sneakerhead it's cuz i like shoes i like what the message that they're holding it's not just cuz of the hype around it so definitely you know hype what, before you some... answer the question further run us through the difference between a hype beast and a sneakerhead a hype beast would buy anything that has some sort of hype in it as you said with supreme or just a t-shirt with a supreme logo on it they'd buy anything no matter what meaning it holds for a sneakerhead it's their connection their experiences their respect for the shoe that makes them buy it not just you know the hype around it not cuz everyone's buying it and yeah so that's basically what the difference is so i love that you said not cuz everyone's buying it you know something about your own personal liking and your own yeah. touch to it uh what are the what pisses you off when you see people wearing sneakers do wrong um i feel like everyone has their own style of wearing sneakers i can't judge them for that but one thing that piss off any sneakerhead is do not step on their shoes like it's literally like going to their house with muddy shoes and walking all over it so don't step on the shoes guys i mean i feel yeah. guilty because i have a few friends who have done that too and i'll make sure not to from now on but uh coming to a uh, an end for this podcast and you can take time if you want to answer this particular question but it's a trademark of this particular podcast and it's that if you had to be someone dead or alive for 24 hours for a day who would you be um i feel like i love to be michael jordan i have a love for basketball uh i love the man i love what he's done he's created something that's literally like created hundreds of different businesses and he has some sort of meaning to it like people do believe in him 
more than a name he's a belief himself so i feel like that's something that i'd do that i want to be i think that's a great answer because more than just a inspirational sportsman who's had a lovely journey and a lovely legacy in terms of the best basketball player on earth you know he's also someone who's influenced the sneaker industry like you've said in a big big manner with his shoe line having i'm not even sure how many how many roughly how many colorways do you think the jordans have more than a thousand the way to many yeah so that's a crazy crazy empire he's do you think jordan even knows about the shoes they're releasing or after a point it's just them non-stop releasing i think he's given up i think he's given up <laughs> yeah but the amount of effort that he's put in hats off to him he's the only yeah. man i know i think he's done a great job and i think the hype for jordan shoes never died because i've only recently yeah. started getting to know a little bit more about the sneaker community but shoes he was wearing back in the 1990s in his games are being relaunched right now in the present day with present customizations and they still have the same hype they still they still have the same exactly. meaning yeah so which is great i think that's a great answer um as for me since this is the sneaker related episode i think who i'd want to be for 24 hours is kanye west and it's not only to understand his standpoint as a rapper or as a fashion influencer um also to realize you know having that unorthodox mindset of the designs he puts across and you know like the slides you showed if you show if if you showed someone those slides who's not a sneakerhead they'd say an adidas a normal adidas slides look better because of you know this colors this design yeah. something so plain would not but now that you know you understand the different the slip ons that he put out earlier all his yeezys all his other shoes which are great so i'd like to be kanye also to understand what it takes to piss on a grammy and tweet it Yeah, create an empire of your own. Yeah, just just you know being able to put your voice out there and do whatever. And he's having a Gap collab coming soon as well. So he is doing great. So definitely, I'd like to be here yeah. for the day. Now, apart from that, thank you so much for coming on this podcast. Ada, it's been a great, great time, and uh, I admire you thank as a person in general. You're really fun to talk to, and I think you've done me you. a huge favor. For people who didn't, oh, you definitely need to know this. But guys, Ada, I hit him up just today evening. I said, can I have an episode with you? Half an hour later, we're shooting the episode. Uh, what a great guy! What a great job he's done! Don't forget to check out Hype Heaven, guys. I'm gonna leave this uh, in the description, the website, and the Instagram. Do check it out. Buy from him. Hit him up if you have any questions. You know, talk. To, hit up Hype Heaven if you want to buy shoes. And it's definitely gonna be a great first time. They're a great company, and they're doing they're doing levels. They're gonna go levels. So before we cut it off today, is there something you'd like to say? I just like you know like to thank you for having me. It was really fun and like it's fun talking to you about it. And yeah, she is an amazing person. Also, I like for anyone who's like buying sneakers, just like follow your personality. Don't just go for hype. And yeah, be yourself. That's basically what we're trying to do. Follow your personality, guys. Big words spoken from a big man. And uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Take care, and I'll be back with another new episode. It's been great having Hida here, and I hope you had a good time listening to this. Until then, stay safe yeah. and stay home. Goodbye. Okay.